0: Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org. And may God continue to bless you. hallelujah 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 the table of the lord has already been set for us why don't you come into his presence expecting to be filled let us pray speak to our hearts lord even right now in the preaching moment give us your holy word because we know that if we don't hear from you oh god we won't know what to do Lord God, we are not so foolish that we would go alone. We won't preach alone. We won't serve alone. We won't breathe alone. We can't walk alone. So thank you, O ever-present God, for being with us even right now. Continue to have your way in your house and in our hearts. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, church. We thank God for the gift of another day and for the opportunity to sit under the cross and hear from our Lord. Our preaching for this for this morning will come from Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. And I'll begin reading at verse 1. And this is from the NIV. Minister Lane is going to hear from on high today. Oh, that we would all be so eager to hear a word from the Lord. Philippians chapter 1 verse 1 begins this way. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people, in Christ Jesus said Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of uh, your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident in this, And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Verse 6 said, Minister Tamika, being confident of this, that he who began a good work and you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The Lord wants to, wants to tell us on this morning, There's more in store. There's more in store. Y'all pray. This epistle, or letter, Philippians, was from Paul and his devoted son in the ministry, Timothy, and it was written to this Christian community in Philippi. As much as this is a letter of instruction, Philippians is also a love letter. A love letter to this set-apart, set-aside community of followers of the crucified and resurrected Jesus. Philippi, y'all, was a city that was occupied and governed by Roman authorities, and so the laws and the the rules and, and the culture were overwhelmingly influenced by Rome, the man, you know. Philippi's religious culture was also centered on worship of the Roman emperor and other Roman gods. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, was summoned in a vision by God to go into that environment and to gather a church in the name of Jesus. Now this first century collective, this gathering, was founded, church, in hostile territory. Founded in hostile territory. And so the recipients of these words were part of the gospel ministry, yes, but they were also living and serving and growing in a place that was antagonistic at best and unreceptive to all this Jesus stuff. They lived their days knowing that their neighbors and the officials rejected the truth of the gospel and who they were. Well, what do you say, Pastor Paul? How do you talk to a church, to a people who are just trying to live out their faith in peace? What do you say, Pastor Paul, to a group of people who are trying to live in faith when they experience a hatred? and aggression just for being who they are? How do you talk, Pastor Paul, to a group of people who are living as a minority and continuing to live proud of who they are and of what has been placed on the inside of them? How do you talk, Pastor Paul, to a group of people living in these situations when all around them people are telling them that their lives don't matter? You see, church, our identity, we got to know that our uh, who we are, our identity is not defined by where we live. Uh, our identity, who we are in Christ Jesus, it is not impacted by the times in which we live or the total of our past. Thanks be to God. We are, no matter where, no matter when, no matter what, we are the children of the Most High, the, the church of Jesus Christ. And, and for all the, the days that we are given here, we have a promise that there is more in store. Paul told them, we just read it in Philippians 1, he told them that he prays for them with joy. Now, I don't know what he was thinking, but perhaps while he was writing these words, he was thinking about the blessings of what it is to be a part of a loving Christian community, preacher. Maybe while he was writing these words, Paul, Paul remembered that when he needed support, when when he needed somebody called. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe when he was writing these words about praying for them, with joy, he, he remembered that the prayer team prayed, or, or he remembered that the deacon rang the doorbell, or, or maybe the apostle remembered that somebody came to the hospital room, or, or maybe when he was writing these words about praying for them with joy, he remembered that an offering had been taken up for his family, or, or that someone wrote a letter to the jailhouse. But it's clear that their shared work together body of Christ their shared work in the ministry, Redeemer, the ministry of Jesus was effective, but that doesn't mean that their work was identical. What are you talking about, preacher? Let me say that another way. He he gave thanks to God for the people, and to the elders, and to the deacons, to the overseers, but they didn't all preach to you, George, uh, like Paul did. Some of them served at the table, and, and some of the church, they interceded in prayer. And some collected the money, Trustee and some, Mo. and some cared for the widows, and, and, and others welcomed the visitors when they came in the door, and some of them redesigned the webpage for the Georgians, and some of them set up the conference call, And, and because the gifts of the body are diverse than they're supposed to be. Yeah. Come on, yeah. We don't all do the same thing, nor should we. Amen. And even when we do the same thing, we, we do it in a different way. But Paul says it was their partnership together that he lifted up and gave gratitude for. But when we read these words, these words of thanksgiving to these people that he loved, we realize that he wasn't just thankful for the work that had already happened in the past. He he wasn't just, just thankful and grateful for how the Lord had been using them as a light in Philippi for all these years, Paul was also encouraged and encouraging them to look forward. Mm-hmm. And not just to look forward with dismay, but to look forward with hopefulness and anticipation and excitement that there is more that God has in store for him. He said, I am confident in this. That the one who began a good work in you, church, will bring it to completion by the day of Christ Jesus. He was confident. He he was convinced. And, And that word means that it wasn't without a cause, but it was based on evidence. He knew something about who they had been, what he had gone through in the experiences of life, and who God is. What are you talking about, Pastor Paul? What, how can you possibly be talking about our future? How, how can you How can you tell us right where we are here at the first week of of, of March? How How can you tell us that God is persistently working through our twenty twenty one, and and we can barely have enough hope just to get to Monday? Come on, man. I mean, Pastor Paul come out of your office, don't you see how bad things are? I, I mean, it sounds like great preaching, preacher, preacher but, but there is just too much work that needs to happen in this old sinful world. And, and look around, Pastor Paul, there's just too much work, and we're living in the midst of people who hate us. And, and not only them, but let's be honest, even within the fellowship, you, you, you know us, Pastor Paul. You, you you know you know all about this church, which is why you start off with an encouragement before you put the smack down. But because you 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 know you know, you know, you know better than anybody how God's people because we, we, story is the one we need to lift up. Help us, Lord. Maybe our legacy for the world in Jesus is all contained in our history and in our past. Maybe. Because you know, you remember when. You remember when it used to look like this and sound like this and God was amazing through us, but I don't know about this continuous work. Sometimes, if we're honest, we really don't believe that there can be more in store.
1: Bless you, Lord.
0: This opening in chapter one of this letter to the people, the elders and the deacons, it, it are forward-looking words. Just, just as Paul is, is trying to to pastor them into refocusing their attention. On, on, on what is to come the Holy Ghost is doing the same for us in the midst of this Lenten season is trying to draw our minds together so that we can refocus what we're looking at while we're looking back at the past while we're looking around at how things are the spirit of the living God is trying to remind us to look up look up to the hills source of our strength the spirit of the living God is trying to remind us to look in look inside and see what the Lord is doing a world changing work on the inside of you even right now the spirit to God doing a new thing through us. And if we can hold on to the belief that there is more in store then we can look at our lives through the lens of hope. We can hardly imagine what the Lord is able to do in and in the midst of Philippi. Can't you see God doing it, at church? Can't you feel God stretching you and pulling you? to not always feel good. Can't, can't you see God giving you the mind of Christ Jesus? Can't you see God working strength into you and needing That's good news. But he will continue to work all your days until Jesus comes. So keep going, church, because there is more in store. The challenges are opportunities. Just look back a year. This very Sunday in March of 2020, Reverend Campbell preached a message entitled, A Face with an Impossible Task. This was March. And in the week after that, he talked about how we ought not to abandon our faith. This year last time, we had no idea what was to come. We we couldn't even imagine what we would experience and, and what we would lose and what we would gain. And even in the midst of it, we didn't always know that we would make it through to the next day. Come on, tell the truth. Much less into 2021. But look back just a moment. Can't you see what he was doing? We were kept, hallelujah, even in the heartache and the heartbreak. We were comforted, even in the storms. We were shielded even in the midst of the cares and the chaos and the uncertainty because we were being taught. We were being taught how to trust God in a whole new way. We were being molded and prepared on purpose for the next stage of the journey. Now God may not have sent it, but don't you know by now that he can use anything? He's working in us. He's working on us. He's working through us. And there is still more in store
2: because the
0: one Who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Completion, me? He'll bring. And that's good news today. He's working himself into us. He's working his ways. He's working his precepts and laws. He's working his love. He's working his patience. He's working his joy. He's working his peace. He's working his benevolence. To the point of completion all the days of our lives. But wait, there's more. The Lord of eternity has committed to you And to his church to complete even beyond the time that we are here. Well, what are you talking about, preacher? It says, until the day of Christ Jesus, the work will continue. That means that he has started in you, Redeemer, and he will work in you, Redeemer. But the work doesn't end with you. Hallelujah. He started with you, mother, and he's working in and through you, mother. But the work doesn't end with you. He started in you, brother. He's working in you, but the work doesn't end with you because for as long as it takes, for as long as it takes, and using whoever the, the God wants to use, whoever God chooses, and however the Lord designs to get it done. Even when we have gone on to our reward, the good work that he started in and through us will continue until the day of Christ Jesus. Isn't that amazing that God will continue the work? How, Paul? How? Knowing the challenges that we have of the church. How how are you so confident knowing that like you we have thorns in our flesh? I don't I don't know about you, but when I want to do right, evil is present on every hand, and I fall short. How can we, us, you know us, how can we hold up under this weighty promise of God that of all creation will carry on the good work through us? I mean, I don't even know. Do we have what it takes to go the distance? I, how can there be more in store, Brother Deacon, when you feel like your parts are not going to hold up? On. I, I, I'm concerned if there's to be a powerful journey ahead. I don't know if I have what it takes because I know there's a rattle inside when I move this way and that way. And I know that the alignment is a little off, been that way for a while now. And I know that there's a limp that I have even on a good day. And it feels like, feels like. Feels like if I hit one more pothole on this road of life, that the whole thing may fall apart. So tell me this, Pastor Paul. Tell me how, how can God work through through you to completion when it feels like your mind isn't even stable enough to get you Let, let alone let alone to make it to resurrection morning. How how's that going to work out, Paul? Because I don't know about you, but I know me. When it feels like your emotions got you in a tug of war. how about when it feels like these old parts this mortal frame is insufficient for any glory to come through how is it possible that the Lord can complete anything through me God reminds us that he can do it Paul told them Later in this letter, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. It is God who is at work in you. It is not my strength. And it's not your strength. When he knit you together, he knew what you would need, and he knew what you had and you would never have but it's right there in verse 7 if your Bibles is still open Paul says I can say all of this with confidence because we share in his grace don't you know church that the reason that the God Jehovah creator of heaven and earth can do a good work in and through you until the day of Christ Jesus Uh is because of his grace toward us Nothing of ourselves, no strength of our own. You are never going to have what it takes for God to do this work, but he has everything. We are partakers in his grace, his unmerited, undeserved favor. We share in the lavish benefits. In the adoption, in, in the showering of blessings, in, in the covering of His blood, we, we share in the overflow. We we share in the persistent blessing of our Jesus, in the keeping of us in, in His grace. It is nothing of our own. No, no, it's His children. We are His children. We are His His workmanship. We we are His, and in all of this. He is able to work into us. Is what is impossible for you to do, church, Crazy. is possible with God. Crazy. Even when we are empty, especially when we are empty, it's not your job. Crazy. Let it go. It's not my job. Let them go. It's an inside job.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And the reason why your rattly, shaky parts. You're falling apart self in this and this creation that is meant to come and to leave. The only reason why we can contain and, and the glory and and the joy and and the peace and the work is because we were built for this. Psalm writer said, I, "I I was I was built for this. And from from the start it was finished. In this world I don't fit, but in Your arms I was made for this." So I'll survive, he said. Worse than this. Oh, I was made in your image. I was built for this. Don't you worry about what you can and cannot do. The Lord God is able to do a work through you. 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 He can use your old shaky feeble hands to to build new things. He can can use your troubled mind to to create new things. If you will give him your life. He said disappointment. Don't be discouraged. Disappointment, church, is meant for your good. Hallelujah. Because the low times teach you more than the high good. There's a lesson in what you suffer, oh my child. Hold on longer and you'll see because there is more in store. Beloved, we are God's children now. And it does not... (laughs) Does not yet appear. Well we shall be. There's more in store. because, But we know that. That when he shall appear. Hallelujah. We shall be like him.
2: We shall be like him. You shall be like him brother deacon.
0: You shall be like him sister trustee. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Because there's more in store. Tell yourself, there's more in store. To God be the glory. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. you. That we can't even imagine, we don't understand how you're going to do it. But somehow you take us in the midst of our Philippi, all that we were, all that we never were. And you, by your grace, you, by your mercy, work in and through us to do a good work and you even let us attach our name to yours, oh God. Yes, you mm-hmm. Thank you for calling us to be your church. Thank you for calling us to be your children. Thank you for calling us to be your people. We give you our hands, we give you our hearts, we give you our minds. We surrender all that you can use us yes. in an amazing way. Oh, thank, you. thank you for encouraging us and reminding us that some plant, some water, but you give the increase. And so even if we don't see the end of this journey, thank you for using us along the way. Thank you that no plan belongs to us, but it is yours. We give you this church. We give you our families. We give you ourselves. And we love you together for your word. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: let us pray
0: Lord we thank you that you've given us the wisdom and the courage to be available to you we know it's not easy, you know that our hearts are often troubled or afraid about what it means to journey along this way We thank you for this Lenten season and for reminding us that you walk with us. Even through the valley of the shadow, oh God, you are there guiding us and shepherding us. So help us through this word and through this worship on today to trust you even more, to lift your name on high and to sing your praises. Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you. Lord, as a church, we come lifting up the names of some of your sons and daughters who need uh, your comfort help us to pray oh God remind us to pray for uh, the family of brother Donald Rice his son has gone on and so they they need your prayers we ask you to pray for the family of sister Denise Brewington her sister has gone on they need your prayers Amen. Lord. send your comfort Lord Lord in this body and this, this gathering of your saints You have called on to glory, Sister Gloria Miller. So, Lord, we ask you that you would hold up your church, that we would pray one for another, bearing one another's burdens and sorrows. And, Lord, in your infinite wisdom, you saw fit to call home our sister Mary Simmons. Lord, we ask that you would remind us to lift her up in prayer in her family, even in this time. Lord God, we thank you that you've given us one another, that we don't walk this journey alone. And so even as we pray for these families, we pray for one another. We pray for your church here on earth. Make us bold and courageous. We thank you that we leave this place, oh God. The places that we are gathered together in you, but we never leave your presence. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling to present us faultless before your presence with exceeding great joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore, and forever is a long time. Thank you, Lord, that's how long you love us. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: There are those that may be listening, that may not know Jesus, as their Lord, and their Savior. Those that are wondering why we are so happy that we have that lens or that hope of the future. Those that be wondering, why am I listening or watching this broadcast? Well, it's all by divine assignment and divine appointment. If you can feel in your heart that there's something missing, and you have yet to establish your relationship with Jesus Christ, we offer you the opportunity for the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you can invite Jesus into your heart. Today is the day that you can have your name written in blood in the Lamb's Book of Life. Is there one that is standing in the need of the Savior? If you are all you have to do, is simply repeat after me that I'm a sinner in need of a savior, and I believe that Jesus died for me, and that God raised him from me from the dead on the third day. And we pray that prayer. You are saved, and we pray that you would get connected to a Bible believing and a Bible preaching church that you would be able grow and walk out your salvation. We would love you to be here at the Church of the Redeemer Baptist. If you wouldn't mind typing in your name and your phone number, we will reach out and connect with you. Our second call is the call a restoration. You may have been saved on your way to heaven but sometimes life circumstances has a way of knocking us off the path. But you realize and recognize that you need to be restored to a right relationship with Jesus Is there one that is in need of restoration. Uh, today, we would pray with you. We would listen. We would do whatever we need to do to restore you back to a right relationship. Bible talks about how it's planted into a child to know the way that they should go. And all of us are as sheep and we have all gone astray, but we serve a God that is married to the backslider. Is there one in need of restoration? talks about not foregoing the fellowship of the assembly. In other words, you need to be connected. You need to be plugged in to a church where you can grow, glow, and go for Jesus Christ. Is there a homeless Christian out there that's looking for a church home? Well, I'm going to tell you, we're not a perfect church, but God has his hand on the church to redeem. Here, Jesus Christ is the main attraction. But most importantly, we have room for your gift in this house. Is there one that's looking for a church home? Welcome. you come? in your grace and all of your blessings. God, we thank you for how you let her minister to us to look through the lens of hope, the eschatological hope, the hope of the future. For what you have begun, you will continue to perform until the day of Jesus Christ. Man, did she preach today. God bless you and make sure you hear the heart.